Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, in today's episode of the Trading Coach Podcast, we're going to talk about specialization, a little bit in sports, a little bit in trading, and how it can really go about hurting your development if you do so. So I want to kick off this podcast and, and talk a little bit about developing the overall skill of trading and, and, and how that happens. But first, I want to apologize for the voice. If it's a little groggy or, or deeper than usual, I just woke up. It's Saturday morning and I was up in my bed just thinking about this. So the first thing I did was I rushed downstairs and hit the record button. So there's no no water, no coffee, nothing like that. But um, hopefully I can kind of put together these thoughts in a, a way that makes sense. But Again, the overall point of today's episode is understanding or developing the overall skill of trading and how doing that is going to put you on a much better path to success than just looking for that one thing. And the idea sparked really after yesterday's busy day, right? So yesterday, uh, for you guys that don't know, I coach track and field, right? I've been doing that since really uh, same time I started trading. In fact, trading one of the reasons i pursued trading was because i love coaching track and field the job offers that i had wouldn't allow me to coach track and field and being the stubborn person i am i'm like well no right i want to do what i want to do so i want to coach track and field so i'm going to find some type of job or career path that allows me to do that and, and trading happened to be that thing providing so much time flexibility and yesterday with the athletes that i coach we had a fun day Right. Um, every once in a while, we do this to boost morale, but it's also a sneaky trick I throw in there to work on different aspects of athleticism. Right? Track and field runners. I coach the sprinters, so you know you just think about track and field, and what do you think? Oh, they just run in a straight line, or sometimes they run around an oval. Right? Pretty simple. They don't really need other skills, and it couldn't be further than that. With running being the main thing that we do for the the, the runners, right? We put a lot of stress on our lower leg, right? Our knee joints, our, our calves, our shins, our ankles, our, our feet, right? So it's very important that we develop those muscles um, and not only we strengthen them, but we work on reaction time and stuff like that. So yesterday we had a very aggressive game of dodgeball where people are jumping to avoid balls, the lateral movement, left and right. They're ducking all this stuff, right? They're, they're pushing off lots of power. Very, very fun stuff, especially when you get to throw a ball really hard at someone, but Secretly, it's also working on the skills that we need to work on to become better athletes. And I, I don't think a lot of track coaches specifically understand that, that it's not about like a runner is a great athlete. They just happen to run. Right. But they need the overall skills that you would hope you develop as a kid of skipping and jumping and falling and landing and, and going left and right. Typically, the skills that you develop in other sports, that's very important. And. 
this followed me to after track practice where I had soccer practice, right? I got my youngest kid at soccer practice right after it. And my oldest has soccer after him. And my oldest had a pretty good practice, right? He was, uh, we, we ran into some parents that we played on a, a team with over the spring and he started complimenting my older kid. He said, hey man, he looks a lot better than he did six months ago, right? And I was like, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I'm good coaching by dad now. Um, but he did. Um, and he was got into the conversation about, you know, what has he been doing and stuff like that. This, this is a very kind of one of those highly competitive parents. So he's always looking for the edge. Like, so, you know, what, is, what was he doing? What, what was his trick? And I said, honestly, we took kind of a break for soccer, right? We did soccer during the spring a lot and we kind of backed off. We've been doing soccer once a day for the summer. And I think we're going to, we, we may not even do it during the fall. We've been doing other stuff. We've been doing tennis. We've been doing basketball. We're still doing taekwondo. We're doing baseball now. We're just you know, giving him access to different type of sports. And that's my personal belief. I don't believe in specialization. That's what it's called when you kind of like, from like a very young age, you focus on one thing and only one thing. I believe that from an athletic development standpoint, um, specialization isn't good because you don't develop kind of the the other skills, the other muscles, um in your body that come with different sports again track and field for example if you only run straight for your entire life you're not going to be good at lateral movement because you never trained your body to do it um but also as a parent i just wanted to explore different things and find what he loves like who knows what he loves i, I think one of the problems that we do as parents is we, we try to force our kids to do what we love um, especially sports parents where it's like oh i was close so he's got to do it for me and carry the flag it's like no he may not like what you like you know people ask me all the time are my kids gonna be traders i said i don't know i'm not gonna force them to be traders i love trading i love looking at the financial markets and the the squiggly wigglies on a daily basis but that doesn't mean my kids will I'll teach them the skill of investing. I'll teach them the skill of wealth creation, wealth building, financial um, responsibility and all that fun stuff, personal finance. But that's more of a, a life skill, not a kind of a career path. So who knows? But we give him access to all these sports so he can fall in love with something. Maybe he ends up liking tennis. Maybe he likes volleyball, swimming. Who knows? The, the point is he'll have the opportunity to, to choose whatever he wants to. And then as he gets older, we can kind of narrow down on that. And... The other parent was taking kind of the opposite approach and, and, and not for better or for worse. And I don't know the situation. His kid's a little bit older. I think, you know, maybe he tried different sports and was like, you know what? Mm -mm. I don't like any of them. I only like this. And, and that's 100 percent fine. Um, but he was like, yeah, he's playing on this uh, this this club team, the U8, um, whatever. And he's he he was they took a little break now. He was doing soccer like five times a week and just like man, like soccer every day, every day, every day, every day. And I'm like, my kid would get burned out doing that. But all of this made me thought about or made me think about some recent conversations I've been having with traders and more specifically, some conversations that I had after the Cody interview. The Cody interview, I, I shared on this podcast a few episodes ago, um, but it was with a, a trader that we worked with who had ended up getting funded by a prop firm. And we, we recently interviewed him and he was kind of telling a story of, of, how he got to the point he's at, um, the challenges he has, and, and kind of future goals. And one of the things that he said was that, yeah, you know, he, he learned a lot, um, but he only uses or, or I guess focuses on a small amount of what he learned with us when it comes to particular strategy. So just to kind of familiarize you guys who are not on the platform, right? 
we have, I don't know how many courses we have, but we have, there's three courses before we get into strategies, right? There's the basics course that teaches you the basics, pip, pip value, all that fun stuff, move up and down. Then we have the foundation course, the foundation two course. Those more teach you about understanding price movement, how price moves, um, where price moves, support and uh, support and resistance, simple patterns, all this fun stuff, candlestick um, psychology. And then we go into the mastery course where we teach specific strategies. And I don't know how many we have, but there's a lot in there. And the other day I had a conversation with a guy who skipped the other stuff and went straight to the mastery and just picked the strategy. And I did the same thing. When I first started trading, again, my goal wasn't to learn how to trade. It was like, give me the strategy, give me a strategy so I can plug and play. And I would assume that most traders are like that. So when you search on YouTube, right, you're searching for trading strategy, quick trading strategy, daily trading strategy, easy Forex trading strategy, right? All this fun stuff because you just want to focus in a single direction. And the thing is, even if you trade that strategy and you focus only on that strategy, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be good at it, right? If, if you were, it'd be a lot more successful traders because there's all types of strategies and, and whatnot online that you can find for free. And um, again, it relates to the specialization stuff because Cody mentioned that, hey, one thing he did was he took the time to learn everything. He learned advanced pattern formations was the example that he used where he's like, I learned advanced pattern formations and I don't use them at all. I don't trade the butterflies and Gartleys and ciphers and sharks and crabs and all that stuff. But in my study of them, they allowed me to learn more about market movement, right? We have some strategies that contain moving averages, right? I don't personally like moving averages at all. I don't use them currently in my trading, but learning about them is helpful because when I'm doing strategy development, now I have another tool that I can kind of plug in to kind of play around with. Um, or you may end up using it later in life. It, it's funny that as a trader now, a lot of the stuff that I played around with really back in my early days, I'm actually reevaluating now and because I know how to use them in a different way. And the point is, right, as a trader, you need to be well-rounded, just like an athlete. You need to take the time to kind of dip your toe in different things. This is that learning process. Whenever people go through our courses, I advise that you do them twice. The first time you go through, just learn everything, right? It doesn't mean you have to master everything, but just learn everything, watch everything, understand everything, get an idea for it. And then the second time you go through it, now you can focus in. But the beauty that comes in, in doing it that way the first time, just going through the process is two things. One, you're learning a wide range of skills, right? You're learning lateral movement. You're learning how to jump. You can go left. You can go right. You can duck. You can roll, right? You're training your body or I guess your trading mind to be very, very skilled in many different things. You're also discovering what you love and what you don't love, right? Just like, you know, putting my kid in different sports, he may say swimming, nah, not for me. Tennis, not for me. Volleyball, no, I don't like that. Soccer, oh yeah, I like that. Football, yeah, I like that, right? He's kind of figuring out what he likes and what he doesn't like. And once he figures it out, then we can narrow down and focus on what we need to focus on when he gets older. This is the same thing with trading. You go through, you kind of figure out, ah, this moving average stuff, not for me. Uh, indicator stuff, not for me. Uh, these silly advanced patterns, not for me. A trend continuation, okay, that, that makes sense. A CTS system, I, I can see myself doing that. And you kind of figure out what you like. And then the second time through, 
that's when you dial in and get serious about it and really focus on on that path so it's cool that the these things kind of run parallel right it's i've always thought there were there are massive um similarities between trading and sports and it's probably because i'm a sports nerd and, and everything i do relates to sports but I, I do think it's very similar in in the path that it takes to become successful and i think one of the biggest mistakes that traders make out there is instead of learning how to become an athlete focusing on a single thing at um at once and not developing those wide range of skills that will eventually lead to you being successful because i'll tell you what if you're going to be a price action trader you need to have a lot of skills to analyze the market. You need to have a lot of skills to make predictions on direction, make predictions on entry, make prediction on exits. There's so many things that I use in my trading where it's like, you know, I call. So I call my style of target taking think like the other trader, right? Where basically I'm making a projection where, hey, if I'm a different trader, if I'm say, let's say I'm in a long position, if I'm a trader that's looking to get short, where would I be interested at? Because that's where I want to get out of my long position, right? If I'm a buyer, I want to get out where the sellers are going to be lurking, right? So when I do that, I'm thinking like traders that may use strategies I don't even use. So I'm looking at stuff that where it's like, hey, I don't personally trade that, but you know what? I know that that party finds that important. Therefore, it's going to be somewhat important for me as far as like an exit position. So that's a good example on targets. And again, in strategy development, if you guys have ever been through strategy development, oh my gosh, what a task. Um, it's basically trial and error to the X degree. Um, but when you have a large mental library or mental encyclopedia to pull from, it makes it easier to find solutions to those answers, right? A lot of time when you're developing a strategy, you get stuck, right? You have a general idea. This is what I want to do. I want to catch trends. I want to catch trends using pullbacks. Okay. Now what? And newer traders that don't have the skill, they don't really know, well, what, what do I do now, Akil? What do I look for next? What filters can I add, right? I get that question so many times. What, what can I add to help me get a better trade? When you have that large mental library from the experiences and, and the stuff that you learned overall, it's easier to find stuff to pull from. Oh, I remember, okay, moving average cross. Okay, maybe RSI dip. Okay, stochastics going up and under. Or divergence, MACD, this type of candlestick, right? There's so many things that you can try. And again, who knows what's going to work and what doesn't work, but it makes the process easier because now you're not sitting there lost. You can easily just Keep pulling them, pull and plug, pull and plug, pull and plug until you find the one or the ones that work. So my advice to any new trader out there listening to this, and again, I made this mistake, so it's coming straight to you. Don't just look for the strategy. Bigger picture, it's not going to do anything for you. I guarantee that strategy is just not going to be plug and play where you just watch your 30-minute YouTube video and then you do it on your own and you make lots of money. Take the time to develop the overall skill of being a trader, the overall skill of learning how to read a price chart, the overall skill if you're in the indicators of learning what indicators tell you and, and, and how they work, not just kind of like, oh, this when this goes over zero, it means this. No, actually take time to learn the indicator, understand it, right? Even if those skills don't come in handy right away, meaning even if you choose something that goes away from that other stuff, Trust me, they are going to be beneficial because you never know when they're going to come back and they can help you.
guys, hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Just wanted to remind you that we have free stuff on the website, so head over and get it, www.tier1trading.com. Go get your free stuff. 